Welcome to Shenanigans. Hey, hey, it's Aisha. Hey, it's Jenny. Yo, baby, what's up? It's Tyra. What's up? Hi, friends. What's shaking bacon? Oh, no, it's shaking bacon. I thought you was gonna. I thought you was gonna bring back yo yo baby. What's up? It's Tyra. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to another episode of Shenanigans with the Strength of She. How are y'all doing? You know, you asking me. I'm asking the the group. Oh. You know, I'm I'm doing. Life is doing me, and I'm trying to do back. Hey, Hanging in there, Yenny. Yeah, I feel that. Well, let me liven y'all up. <laughs> and start our, start our episode off with an icebreaker. We start each episode with an icebreaker, so that our Listeners can get a chance to know us better, and we get to know each other better as well. And it's completely unrelated to whatever the episode is. It's just a little fun, goofy activity or question. And this episode's icebreaker is, name a song you had as a ringtone in the early 2000s. Jesus. Y'all have ringtones, right? Man, that's what I was trying to think. I had ringtones. Um, mm, I, I remember I had a, um, it was kind of like an R&B, a R&B song, and like it's at the tip of my phone, but I don't remember. I don't know if it was by, um, is that a singer named uh, Tweet? Yeah. Is there a singer named <laughs> I just wanted to make sure it is right, but the person that I'm thinking about, I don't think is the person that sung this song. What is it? Just what yeah, is it? What's the song? Oh, I just, I have to, I, I, I can't think of the song. It's right, right there on the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. Oh my lord. That doesn't help. So you only, I know it doesn't. I know. So you only had one song? It's no, I'm saying there, there's one song that I re, like clearly remember oh, having. Okay. I that's like I sticking out to me. I mean, it was the is there a singer named Tweet? I, 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 but then Jenny, then Jenny wonders why we pick on her, quote unquote. Like, what? I was just. You mean Miss Boots? Miss Boots, my You thought, you said, is there? That's not the person I'm thinking about. Bless it. I'm scared of what you thinking about then, girl. I'm like, I don't know. She got a song called Call Me. Mm-hmm. I, I know. We can do, we 
we can do something. It wasn't that song, Jenny. It definitely wasn't that song. I, <laughs> I know it wasn't that song. Yeah, it wasn't that song. Well, one of mine was. If it comes to me, I have to. Huh? I said, if it comes to me, I'll have to let y'all know. Well, do you Please. have another one? If the song comes to me, I don't. So you didn't have no, you know what? <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't, but I just don't remember what they were. Bless her. Aisha, do you remember any of yours? I remember Paper Planes was definitely one. <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> That's a good song. That's you know that song about scamming? Yeah. I like money, yeah, I like friends. When you catch me in the money, I'll be in my name. And they're coming all day, I'll make them all day. And the That was my song. You can't tell me no when that song came on. Wow, Paper Planes. That's paper a good planes. one. It was either that or Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa got one. But I don't know if it was 2000. Had to be, though. Had to be. I just picked that time because I'm. I mean, early two thousands can be whatever you you know. What you first, talking about? It's technically, yeah. yeah. Paper planes. That was two thousand seven. Yeah, that that I was still in. We were still in high school. We were still in high school. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what the Wiz version of that. This. No, he had a paper planes too. He I thought. Did. So. Yeah. yeah. And I love both of them. So depending on who's calling my phone, you get one pepper plane or another. Oh, it's just y'all. Oh, I, I, I hate the fact that I can't think of these people. It's just one song. It's a man. And it sounds something like, uh, oh, dang. I lost it. <laughs> I'm doing a horrible job. Um, the fact that I don't know the name of the song and I don't remember the, the names. Of I mean, the can you sing it? I'm just like. That's what I was trying to do, but then I just lost the words. It's like. So, so, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't say the words. Okay. It, it goes something like this. Mmm. So na, 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 na. I don't know if this is like 2000. Well, I guess it is 2000. Shawty, something, something, something. She had it though. I, I, I barely, I know that melody, but not enough to pick up from you with that. <laughs> you that's probably you know, not what it is. You know what's so stressful though? It's have you ever watch somebody think so hard like just sitting there watching Jenny think that damn hard like she she gave me a transferable a teleported headache like I'm just like um, I'm, I you was, was trying to give me a headache no 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 I was trying to figure out the name of the song it's a I'm, I'm just I hope your brain wake the hell up. It's it's we must have had a rough rough work day today. I mean, you said early two thousands. I mean, a lot happened since then. Okay, okay. you're like twenty. You're like twenty five. What are you talking about? 
I a lot of these songs I have not heard in years. So okay, well I said early two thousands because that was like when ringtones was popping. So I was specific when you know. Yeah, early two thousand. No, but like, check. No, did y'all used to change y'all voicemail songs? Yeah, you put the phone up. You gotta yeah, put the phone, the phone up. up. Man, that was like yeah. that was like the subtweet before it was a subtweet. Because I used to make my songs based on my moves. Don't let me be going through a, a breakup. She, it's the song is crying on my voicemail. <laughs> like, let me cry. Let me listen I'm to like, this. You have called Aisha. Unfortunately, I am sad. I might not call you back. Like that was. <laughs> Yo, I will never forget my sophomore year of high school. Let me tell y'all what song. This is when I like really first kind of got into boys and stuff. And one broke my heart. And let me tell you what song was on my voicemail. Every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. <laughs> See? See what I mean? What was I going through that that was my song? Man, you was trying to leave and you was getting pulled back. Apparently so. I was going through it. No, I think it, it, my... it takes Sierra to talk about a ringtone. Sierra had that same Lotus Fly Bomb. I mean, <laughs> for years we was like Sierra. It's like 2014. Why is there still a ringtone on this phone? First of all, and why is that it? Sierra had it was. Let me tell you what. Sierra had that Marsha Ambrosia oh. and Wale song. She was the last person on earth using <laughs> those types of ringtones. Because of why? <clears throat> wow. Did we cross and people still had ringtones? That just ain't I mean, I'm being very sensitive right we're now. We're very old. We're very old. But, just, I mean, see, Sierra apparently... Did um because she she had one in twenty ten. Sierra was keeping it going. Wow, who? Wow, that just age. I said early two thousands, and now I'm like Sierra had a ringtone when we crossed. Sierra had a ringtone when we crossed. We barely had social media when we crossed. We barely had a fly. We that was when Facebook. people. That was when people was still. We was like on the cusp between people just sending cryptic texts to people, like be at this place at this time and having a flyer. We was like right in between. We was literally right. There. It was like word of mouth and like a Facebook event. Yep. With no information. No information. Nothing. No nothing. That's crazy. Now people got promo videos and. All, All the things. things. Wow. They got movies. They do have movies. They do, yeah. They're they animated. They be moving and shit. Got songs with them. We, we, can, we don't even know where our probate is. We can't <laughs> watch it. <laughs> it doesn't exist anywhere. We oh, no, it was it. recorded. But it was recorded on a camera. <laughs> on a, a camcorder. <laughs> recorded on a cam quarter and we kept saying we need we kept saying we need the cd for that yeah 
We need the we need the tape. We needed the tape. We needed the tape. It was on a cam recorder. I, I ain't making this up. This is real. You're not. Life. You're not. Because we tried to get it. Wow. And it was like, oh, we don't know if they still got that no more. Like, well, they didn't burn it. Like, we was waiting on them to burn it. I mean, it ain't That's no sad. clips That's of us crazy. on social media or nothing. It didn't exist. There, no, was no, there wasn't Instagram yet. It wasn't Instagram. We crossed before Instagram. Is we that old? <laughs> wow. I'm having a moment. I don't even say my ringtones. I'm having a moment. The two <laughs> ringtones that I remember having were Okay by Nivea. That's a cute Bossy. Yep. Oh, that I did have Bossy. Mm. Yep. I think I had. You don't know. You, you don't, don't know. know. Now you remember. I think I have. No, I really do. I think I have. Well, that's fun. That just took us down memory lane. I'm having a moment. Uh, by the time this airs, our Alkaverse will have passed. But like, wow. Yeah, we're about to be 13, right? Yes, I counted. Right? I had to count the other day. <laughs> Listen, we crossed an even year, so whatever the last <laughs> number is. is. It's our time. I think that's what yep. trips me up. That's that's what be tripping me up. But no, that makes sense. Yeah. So thirteen. Wow. Ooh, Ooh we gotta plan our fifteen trip at this point. We do. We really do. We do need to do a fifteen trip. What? <laughs> You're having a moment. <laughs> I'm watching you have a moment. 15. Like when we crossed people that crossed 15 years before us was old, okay? First of all, <laughs> first of all, second of all, I think what's blowing my mind 15, like I was 19 when we crossed. So, like, we're coming up on the age that I was. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's a little weird. I don't accept that. <laughs> don't accept that. Oh, okay, now, Lola. Jenny, this is what it's like to cross in prehistoric times. Oh my gosh! <laughs> because wow, was Wowzers. it many, many, many moons ago? Well, for a hot topic, let's just, in the words of Aisha, shimmy on down. For a hot topic, I wanted to talk about something cute. This episode, I want to talk about best friends. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking just about your best friends. I think all of us have multiple. In, yeah. In multiple groups. Jenny, why are you making that face? Why would you Say make that face? Oh, oh okay. Okay. So, how long have y'all been best friends with your who you consider your best friend? Who? How am I? Thirty-two. Eleven years. No, I'm lying. I'm thirty-two. Uh, yeah. twenty-one years. Yeah. Yeah, twenty-one years. Wow, that's your whole life. 
No, real <laughs> life. We've been friends since we were 11. And so we started out not as friends. I actually did not like her. Couldn't stand her. Actually wanted to fight her. What? When did y'all, like, when was the turning point that y'all became friends? We got in trouble because of this beef I had with her god sister. I couldn't stand this girl. I ain't like this girl since kindergarten, okay? And I'm not exaggerating. Really didn't like her since kindergarten. And so um, we all just got to that school. We were in the sixth grade. I was like, man, she hang out with that girl. You said you didn't like her since kindergarten. This other girl? This you other girl? Said... girl? Okay, you said something. Yeah, other I didn't like her like since kindergarten. kindergarten. I never liked her. I still don't. But <laughs> it's just funny to think like, what was we doing in kindergarten? Like, who, who, you know, at that age, like, yes, you, you know, you know who you like and you don't. But I've I literally read energy we'll since I was five, and that was an energy I did not like. Um and still don't like I said, but um, uh, but yeah, that was her god sister, and so she would hang out with her uh all the time, and her she was just so mean to people. She was like one of the little popular girls. She was a mean girl, and I just didn't like anybody that was a mean girl because I'm like I just wasn't naturally like that, and I was really shy and really like quiet and. Nerd, little nerdy and stuff like that when I was younger, and so, um, anywho, I, 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 I me, me and Keisha, my bestie, end up getting into it some kind of way related to all of that, and we got written up. So we had this referral. We had to go to the office, and our assistant principal, most of our administrators and teachers were AKs, and so, uh, uh, our Doris Peace, that was her name, Doris Peace Pearl. She's still alive. We're Facebook friends. But she uh she brought us in the office and she was like, you know, I ain't got time for this today. And we ain't about to do this. And I don't know what y'all been arguing about and what y'all been going back and forth about. So tell me. So we tell her. And then she says, you know what I call y'all? I call you shit starters. And we wanted to laugh. We wanted to laugh so bad. But we knew she was for real. And she was like, I call y'all shit starters. But you know what? I know that y'all are good girls. Y'all be on y'all, y'all academics, and y'all ain't been in no trouble. So I want y'all to make up. And we're going to move right along. And if I hear anything else, you're going to be suspended. We was friends that day. (laughs) (laughs) But then we like genuinely like, actually became friends like she you know we had listened to one another tell those stories and was like oh I didn't mean that towards you or oh I actually wasn't talking about you and so we had kind of learned that day that we had these impressions of one another that actually weren't true um or accurate uh and it just started hanging out and was kind of inseparable after that but yeah we've been friends since 11 because we were shit starters because y'all were shit starters y'all still are probably in a different type of way (laughs) in a different type of way absolutely absolutely (laughs) jenny how long have you been best friends with your best friend it could be really any 
I know we all have multiple, so you can talk about them all. You can talk about your main right hand men or whatever. Well, okay. So what do people, I mean, I, I guess it can be considered anything that I consider to be a best friend, but what do you consider a best friend? I'm just asking. I hope whoever considers you to be their best friend is not listening up to this. I'm <laughs> truly. That was my main, that was what my reaction was. I was like, now, if you ask us what a best friend is, you might not have one anymore. Yeah. After you ask this question. Or if you were just wondering how we I were answering the question of talking about our best friend. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, what do y'all consider? No, okay, I'll answer Jenny. So, what do you answer, Jenny? Go ahead. I just was asking a simple question. Round. So, um, I I mean, a best friend is someone that you definitely have longevity with. Um, longevity but also loyalty uh within y'all's connection and and friendship and that you know it's probably somebody who's been there and done that with you uh through life and hardships and celebrations and so I think it's just someone who you just have a different depth of longevity and connection and care um for and so Keisha is definitely like my first best friend. I do have others that I consider my best friends, um, best friends too. Uh, but she's been like my longest one. I couldn't have said it better. So sorry, did you ask me? How, what'd you say, Jenny? Have I been? What no, was I, was, I was saying I couldn't have said it better. I was going to say, uh, I think a lot of his experiences connected me to who I consider my best friends. And uh, on top of that longevity and on top of that depth and loyalty, I think the different experiences created that depth and, you know, really solidified like, okay, this is my person. Like, mm-hmm. this is who I consider my person. Like, regardless of life, we locked in. Yeah. Cause now we at that stage where it's like, okay, we we locked in for life, like, yeah. Now that we yeah. grown, grown. Absolutely, and I mean, like, I think when I'm talking about her to people who don't know who she is, that's really the only time that I call her that. But because, like, people, will, sure, like you're my best friend, kind of on paper, but I really call her my sister, and like most mm-hmm. of my best friends, I call them sister too. So I think. It just once you get to that with somebody, it's like no, it's we're actually more than that. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. sure, for sure. Jenny, what do you consider to be a, a best friend? You said, "What do I consider consider mm-hmm. to be a best friend?" Um. So, I mean, I I would, I mean, say everything that y'all had said, really. I mean, I think 
you know, when you get to a point where you don't necessarily consider this like just a friend when it's more like, okay, you feel more like a sister, you know, and feel like you can really, you know, go to this person for for anything and not necessarily feel judged about things. So how long have you been best friends with your best friend? What year are we in? 2023? I met my, I met, I met him in college. So I said a little under 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. I probably already told the story about how me and Nene became friends. And honestly, I still don't know how me and Tutu became (laughs) friends. I really think I showed up at her house. That sounds crazy. But I was friends. We had mutual friends and she had roommates. And so, I went to the house with a mutual friend and then I met Tutu and she was cool and then we just kicked it ever since. And then I think 2011, 2010, 2011, we was hitting the club heavy. We was like, oh yeah, this this my girl right here. This is my, one of my right hand men. And then Nene, we met again at a party. I've been meeting all my friends at parties. I met Aisha at a party. Sure did. And then we then we met up at a different place, I mean, and we was like, "Oh, <laughs> we met up at a different place." Like, what, what you, you doing, doing here? here? I didn't know you was gonna be here. <laughs> I didn't know you was gonna be here. <laughs> I was like, "Well, glad I just met you." <laughs> right? Nice to see a familiar face. <laughs> But yeah, Nene and I met at a Nesby pajama party and we had on the same pajamas. And I always tell the story, if you can't beat them, join them because she was looking thick in them shorts. (laughs) And and then we just instantly started talking and becoming cool. And we started going out more and started talking more. And as life has progressed, we've just been thick as thieves. Y'all such a crazy little pair. Me and Nene. It's quite chaotic. It's it's chaotic because we feed off of each yes. other. It's a lot of energy. <laughs> it's a lot of like facial expressions and just everything. It's, it's it is. It's a lot of mm-hmm. a lot. But it's funny because me, Tutu, and Nini. It's depending on who you pair it with. The it's dynamic different. is so different. But when it's us together, it's a riot. It's just a, it's just a yeah. Because two can be kind of it kind is. of quiet, but yeah, you're right. If it's she is in in public, yes. But if it's like y'all, or and it's like mainly y'all, like at a kickback and something, I'll be like, oh, here come two two. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna pop out. Yep, that's <laughs> true. At what moment did y'all realize, okay, this is my best friend? Was there like one particular scenario or was there like a time frame? Well, you know, not to get too deep, um, but I had (laughs) complicated growing up um, situations and... We were young, you know, and I think when you have just a lot of scenarios, whether it's like family or 
just like stuff with yourself. Kids don't know how to navigate that. And so uh, Keisha just was always somebody who, even if she didn't know what to say, she still stayed there. And um, anytime I needed to go to her house, I would go to her house and be there for a week. And like her mom didn't care. She's like, you washing dishes for your friend tonight? And I'm like, sure, girl, because you fed me. Um, and so mm-hmm. I was like, oh, no, like, yeah, this is my this is my best friend. You know, you find somebody that you can be that vulnerable with as a kid and not feel uh, embarrassed then, you know, you just end up grounding in a different connection. Yep. Jenny, you have any moments where you, like, really realize this is this is your, your best friend? Um, I feel like, oh, if I can think back, I don't know. I feel like things kind of just happen organically. I think, um, when I, when I think back, I think when I first started college, like, you know, I mean, most people don't know people when they start college or whatever, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I was, I wasn't shy, but I was quiet. And I think when people just kind of accepted that and kind of went out of their way to like talk to me and include me and invite me into things. I think that's when I knew. Oh, I love that. You ain't shy and quiet no more. Well, no, she be trying not to be. She, oh, I, I think Jenny has popped out over. I don't think I've ever been shy. She's always been quiet. I might say that about you now. Okay. I don't. I don't know if I would say that about you back then. Why didn't? Why don't you think you were were shy? Because I, I never had a problem with talking to people. I just was quiet in certain situations. I just kind of picked and choose. And I feel like people who are shy don't necessarily pick and choose when they're shy. They're just shy, and I that wasn't me. I just kind of picked and choose. Hmm. You know when to talk more interesting yeah how about you Zyra um you know my memory is shit so I can't pick pick a specific point but I think what really um shifted my friendship with Tutu and Nini was when Nini and I lived Mm. together um, then Tutu, we were all together. We were always together, all three of us, all the time. Um, and so that helped. And then being able to say I live with my best friend, and we were still best friends. Like we, there was you know no falling mm-hmm. out or anything like that. That really did it. And then you know as time goes on and you grow up, y'all be having each other's back. You know, fighting in the club. Uh, <laughs> Not fighting in the club, <laughs> literally. You know. Yeah. Literally fighting in the club, oh. fighting out of the club, um, just hanging out, being able to call and be like, this is what's going on. And they're like, okay, what do mm-hmm. you need? You know, and, and just doing life over and over again. And anytime that I needed them to be there, they it's, 
they always there and vice versa. Yeah. So I really just think doing life with them really just solidified, like, you mm-hmm. know, getting grown with them kind of just really made me be like, at the end of the day, these are always going to be my people. Yeah. Yeah. Even like breakups, whoo, divorces, whoo, all those fun things. Ooh. I was blowing Keisha line Kids. down. Kids. Mm-hmm. I pee. I pee. I pee on the stick with Keisha on the phone, and I didn't even tell her I was doing it till till I didn't look because I didn't want nobody to know because I didn't know if I was really pregnant or not. Me and her was just a chit chatting. Even though I told you. Even though I told you you was pregnant, that's neither. I'm that's neither, that's neither here nor there. I just didn't. I just couldn't believe that for myself. And I must have went to, and I had cravings that morning. That little boy gave me cravings early. And I was like, man, I'm about to cook me a good breakfast. I want some biscuits. I want some orange juice. I'm about to go get this and that. All the stuff that I'm baking, stuff I ain't been eating. Got that little orange juice. I was like, oh, let me go. Let me pick up a pregnancy test while I'm in here. Was on the phone with her, just the talking, and I must have looked down. I couldn't even walk out the bathroom. That test had turned so fast. I said, "Oh my God, Keisha, I'm pregnant." She said, "What?" I said, "How you?" She said, "How you know that?" I said, "I just took it right now. Why didn't you tell me?" <laughs> then she must have got to crying. I said, "Oh, girl, I gotta hang up now." <laughs> I definitely, so I peed on the stick at work, on the clock, like an idiot. I'm glad it was the end of the day. But Nene was the first person I called. Because I was in just, I was in shock. Like, and then when I got off work, I went to the store to buy five more tests. And she cussed me out because she was like, why are you wasting your money? Girl, you pregnant. The thing said you pregnant, you pregnant. And I'm like, no. <laughs> that was her. You pregnant? And I was like, no, 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 no. I need more. Oh my! And I probably took six tests because I just could not believe. I think you did. That. I think when you text me and see her, I'm pretty sure that's what you said. Mm-hmm. I did. I was taking. I probably took one every other day for two weeks. I spread them out. But not I, that I <laughs> <laughs> oh, not I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure because I know your hormone levels double Quit. every like 48 Quit. hours, and so I was nurse Tyra was on it, and then we thought because mine turned right. I mean, the little line, the pee couldn't get Literally. to the line, and it was already saying Literally. pregnant. Like, so we thought I was further along. No, I wasn't. But, but them hormones is hormones. They said they said wait however many minutes it is. I mean, I literally set the set set the test down, flush, turned around. That shit said pregnant, and I was like, wait, wait. I didn't get to walk out, come back. I didn't get to set a timer. <laughs> Funny. Then where are you going? I love don't go don't don't go too far. Okay. 
Because I'm about to give you what you want you right now. I'm about right to tell now. you right but now. But then it's so funny. That's funny to hear that that's how Nene, how Nene reacted. Because like I said, Keisha Star must start crying and then hit me with the, how you going to tell Nick? And what you going to do about this? And what you going to do about I said, Keisha, I just peed on it. I don't know. <laughs> I said, I got to go. And I can't remember what Tutu said. You know, Tutu is very funny and she is very, uh, okay, so what you gonna do? She's very mad. I'm like, I don't know. I'm she's still such thinking. a calm, but she's like, matter of fact, but not in the same way that you are. Is that a It's read? not a read. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She is. It just means real she life is, calm. She is huge big sister. Yes, it's huge big sister energy. It's like, okay, so you tell me what you want to do, and then mm-hmm. we'll do that. And that's just that's just what it's going to be. All right. <laughs> Everything's going to mm-hmm. be fine. It's going to be fine. Mm. And Nene's like, yeah, it's going to be fine, but if you buy another stick, I'm going to cuss you out again because <laughs> you're pregnant. <laughs> oh, got to love them, man. Got to love them. Got to love them. What do y'all value most about y'all's best friends and your mm. best friendship and I would say just the support at the end of the day just the unconditional support it's like I can tell them anything and they are going to tell me what I yeah. need and they're going to be supportive and it, it don't matter what it yeah. is They'll, they will be there yeah yeah i was gonna say something along those lines like just being team aisha regardless like mm-hmm. you know it don't matter if i didn't say i want to do the same dumb shit that i did last year that i said i wasn't never gonna do again she gonna sit there on the phone and be like okay you know that's what you want to do you know we've talked about it before that's what you want to do and i'm gonna be here and i'm gonna support you you know, and, and, and the same thing, like, and she always says, you know, oh, I just appreciate, she still tells me that, like, but she says it in a way where it's like, not that she's shocked, but kind of, she's like, I just appreciate you always listening to me about this, even if I come to you about this a hundred times. And I'm like, that's what I'm supposed to do, you know? And so, uh, so yeah, I think just, just that unwavering, I'm there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'll say we have had we have had so much fun. Like we will have the fun. We will plan the kickback. We will do the things. We'll be like, hey, you just want to come over? Let's come over. And our favorite thing to do is eat, drink, and watch. Music Y'all are videos. the hangers, the hanger outers for sure. <laughs> we, we are the hanger out. Like we will we will party yes. for sure. What about you, Jenny? What you value most about your best friend? Um, I value knowing that <laughs> knowing that at the end of the day, like if I really needed them, that they're you know will be there. <laughs> yeah. Do your best friend listen to our podcast? <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. Like, I mean, we've we've had conversations 
about friends and stuff. And not that I don't have people that I consider my best friends, but I just feel like things over the years have evolved. And I know that there's people who, like, if I needed them, that they're always going to be there. But, you know, when I think about, like, best friends, I think about, okay, yeah, you're always going to be there. But I think about, like, um, it's a word that I'm looking for, but not necessarily in the moment, but like, I think a best friend of like, like as a verb, like it's something that you do and you constantly do and not just like, I appreciate, okay, if I need you there, you can be there. But I feel like some of my friendships have, um, have kind of went to that. It's not like we actively are, are doing things as best friends, if that makes sense. So it's kind of like, it's kind of hard. I mean, not to discount my friendships with people um, because I know that, you know, they, I love them and they love me, but I just feel like over the years, things have just shifted. And so I guess it kind of makes it hard to, to I felt that I'm like, I feel, I'm feeling sense. some energy, Jenny. And I, and, and I hope if they do listen to this on the tyrant. I said I've I've talked oh, about okay. it. Okay, yeah. I'm like, I know I know that we've Just talked about it before. I didn't know if you had talked about it on here. But I was gonna say I think that that is a good thing to bring up because mm-hmm. friendships do shift. And like I mm-hmm. I am saying this about Keisha right now, and I talked to her yesterday, but I didn't talk to her all last week. And for some people you know, that can change the dynamic of your relationship. Like, I I guess what I'm saying is sometimes we will be in these ebbs and flows with our best friends. And even if we acknowledge them mm-hmm. still in that way, you know, life still happens. We're still growing. We're mm-hmm. still going through things. We're still becoming like bigger adults. And, you know, I think it can shift shift the relationship and connection but that also doesn't mean that it can't be reestablished. uh because what i'm hearing is you, sure. it, it feels like more of like a passive best friend and i have another best friend who i felt like that about for years like we were like super tight and we lived together too and then we just kind of like died out and sometimes that happens when your best friends move or your best friend goes and starts a family mm-hmm. and then you don't or vice versa and um but now we talk more a lot more often and we see each other a lot more often and so it's like to your point while that doesn't change who they are because you know that you can always still call on them I think that best friend sometimes is not always active sometimes it is passive Mm Yeah, I was going to say that's good. It's good to talk about that, too, and don't feel like you have to shy away from it if your connection doesn't mirror, like, how Aisha and mine's, you know, our best friendships do, because there's people who listen who are in the same predicament and who have, you know, various and varying relationships with their, you know, best friends or their close-knit friends or their you know, community. And so I think that they need to hear that too, Mm -hmm. because, you know, there's the reason why there's three of us with three different lives instead of just one person doing it because somebody may not 
connect with me, but they will connect with yeah. Jenny and what Jenny talks about or they connect with Aisha. So I think it's good to bring that up because it is very hard sometimes to maintain a lot of friendships, especially as an adult, especially in your 30s. You trying to figure out your own life and your own day to day and they're trying to do the same and then you have to actively work to keep it going sometimes and then it dies down unintentionally and then you got to figure out how, okay how do I reconnect it and put that energy mm-hmm, into that mm-hmm. so. and if I want to you know I think that we we mm-hmm. have those questions a lot because you know we talk about people and seasons and stuff like that and sometimes that's a hard pill to swallow if you because I I had a best friend from childhood before Keisha and we were best friends through college and I had just started to reconcile different, you know, themes within our friendship that just never went away and that never sat well with me. And I walked away from it, you know, and it wasn't cute. It was a nasty little breakup, quiet breakup, kind of, Um, you know, we talk every now and again now, but I, it was very much so me telling her, like, I don't want to be your best friend anymore. I can't be your best friend anymore. And that was a hard kind of pill to swallow, especially because we, we've known each other since I was five. And so, and so sometimes when we talk about seasons, it's hard when those seasons are longer um, and with people who you want them to be around, but you know, for whatever reason, it's just, it's not me. And so I, so yeah, so that's why I'm like, I was laughing, not laughing at you, Jenny, but laughing because I'm like, there's something underneath what you're saying. And I really just wanted you to share what it was that you were feeling. Well, I mean, I didn't want to like discount the people that y'all know who are like, who've been my best friends. Like, you know, because I mean, I, I do consider them, you know, still to be best friends. And I think, you know, when we talk about like making new friends or like making new best friends, it's like, well, it's not that I'm trying to get rid of other people, but, you know, I mean, I just want to establish some mm-hmm. different new relationships. So, and that's good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Sometimes you need to add more people to your village as life, you know, transitions. So I think it's good to talk about that yeah. as friends on various degrees. Because I have somebody that I've been friends with since third or fourth grade. And when we got to college, we kind of lost paths. Nothing happened, but we just kind of went different ways. But we still, all life moments. I was at her uh, wedding, ate each other's baby showers. You know, we may not talk regularly. She started my locks. So we may not talk regularly, but we're still there for each other in those life mm-hmm. moments. But I still consider her, you know, my or my I call her my childhood best mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly where me and that other best friend went awry. She was getting married and I was getting married too. And I said, you know, I think that you have better friends than me right now to be in your wedding. Um, and she took that so personal and I was like, no, she's like, well, no, we've been friends since five. And I was like, right, but we are not as close right now as we were when we were five. And I would rather you be next to people who know you more right now. And I will still be there because I still want to support you and be there and uh, experience that with you. 
but I don't think that I need to be in your wedding just because we've been friends since we were five. And I, that, that was like a hard conversation to have and she didn't agree and I got uninvited and that kind of was what it wrote. But, but, you know, <laughs> like I said, we've talked since, but that was kind of me trying to delineate that. Like I'm seeing that you have closer connections and I love that for you. And I want you to have that and know that you don't have to keep me in this same rank just because. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I wanted to highlight best friend. Cause I know we talk about friendships and you know, how we maintain our friendships. I know that we never specifically have talked about like our, you know, our closer knit companions. And again, how challenging that is sometimes to keep those going when you an adult, when you adulting. But now since it's a full episode, we are going to be well, <laughs> be loved and be you. Ooh, we had all uh, to say about best friends. <laughs> I know. You know, it just, sometimes it just goes. It just goes where it needs to go. I could talk about best friends all day. I could do a part two because you got different Absolutely. That's friends. why I'm like, like I, I can't open the can of worms. We're going to be here for two hours. I know. I'm like, yeah. Aisha, one of my best friends. And then my best friends blend with mm-hmm. my best friends. <laughs> and they on various levels. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot to it. It's it can a be a lot to it. But we are going to be well in our wellness segment today. And I am going to quickly talk about um, self-care versus self-pamper. So what do y'all think the difference is? Or do you think there is a difference? I try to operate from a difference, even if I don't call it that. I think of like pampering as the cutesy stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to do my little face mask Mm -hmm. tonight. Go get my manny and petty and da 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 da. So I look at those as like pampering, but self care is like literally caring for me and whatever that means or looks mm-hmm. like that day. Yeah. Any what about you? Yeah, I think of self care more of like like something routine that you do. Or more on like a consistent day-to-day basis mm-hmm. and bring it's like oh well I'm like treating myself on top of the self-care like adding a little like <laughs> razzle dazzle to my care y'all both are exactly right um do y'all feel mm-hmm. like y'all engage in one more than the other it depends on the season I think right now I'm leaning yes. more into care Yeah, I agree. I'm leaning more, or I feel like I typically lean more into care when I I should probably include some pampering in there too. Because I feel like I notice, like I notice a shift in just how I feel when I'm not like having pampering included mm-hmm. in like what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I lean towards the opposite. I am team. Get yourself what you want. <laughs> for yourself. Treat yourself. You are team. Treat yourself. And I am. I am team. Treat yourself. But you know, it's funny because I say that and then I'll be like, but is this team treat yourself in your budget, Tyra? 
because I be sticking to my budget. But I think that's more so I'll now. Be be no, I always stick to my you budget. You do always stick to your budget, but you'll be I, like, I'm just about to buy the flight. Because <laughs> you want to know why? I put it in my budget. That's exactly why. <laughs> I put the flight. I make room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was accounted for. I just made room. You know, sometimes the budget. Yeah, shifts. absolutely. Sometimes absolutely it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I made sure it was accounted sure. for, but I definitely was. T- I'm just going to buy the flight. You're exactly right. You're, you're exactly right. Um, but I wanted to bring yeah. self care versus self pamper up because I feel like um, some people may not really know the difference and they may be engaging in more into pamper type mm-hmm. of activities and then are still feeling unfulfilled yeah. or still feeling like yeah. not taken care of. And so I think of self-care as like maintenance. So these are like all the activities that help you maintain your physical, emotional, spiritual, mental well-being. So, you know, being regularly active and exercise is a part of your self-care. Getting adequate sleep is a part of your self-care. Seeing your therapist is a part of your self-care. And then pampering like we said, it's more of uh, it can be a part of self care, but this more so provides pleasure and relaxation. So it's not necessarily needed for survival, but it will help you feel restored. It will help you feel, you know, relaxed and refreshed. And some of those activities, like you said, are like a bubble bath, your mani pedi, reading a book, going shopping, getting your hair done. Those things make you feel good, but they may not make you fully feel, you know, fulfilled. Yeah. Um, and I, I, this really came to mind to me when we did our wind down Wednesday this mm. year and we we're talking about nurturing ourselves and it really highlighted that my self-care routine that I had previously, I don't really abide by it anymore because it's not really serving me now. So I kind of need to refigure out what that routine looks like for me currently. Mm. Um, but I know that I still have like my pampering things that I too. Um, so I want so everybody's homework is to make a list of all your activities that you participate in that fall under like your self-care umbrella like just all the activities that make you feel good um, and then you're going to take those activities and then you are going to divide them into self-care versus self-pamper mm-hmm. so you are going to see is this helping my well-being or is this making me feel good and like relaxed I need to do it for myself too. So. Look at Jenny's face. I cannot do it. Jenny, what's your face? Because uh-huh. I'm just like, I know that there's a lot that I ain't doing in one of these, and I feel like it's going to be self tempering. I need to, I know for a fact I need to do more. So. For sure, for sure. See? And I think that there's things that I do in self care that I try to be you know, diligent about and I don't realize that's considered self-care. So I, after, you know, thinking about this, I really just need to like look at the list because I do make sure I get at least seven hours of sleep. I go to sleep. You definitely do. People think I do. People think I don't sleep with this baby. I definitely sleep. 
<laughs> with this baby. So yes, be conscious of or conscious of your self-care and self-pamper practices. And if you're doing a little bit more of one than the other, then you might need to, you know, shift it a little bit to get some balance. Thanks, Tyra. Definitely got to figure sure. out. I do feel yeah, like no. I need some pamphlet. You're going to be mindful of. hmm you say, Yenny? I say it's definitely something to be mindful of. For sure, for sure. Make sure you watering your plants. I water them well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we're going we're gonna to shimmy should. on down to love. <laughs> Send me on down to be loved. Y'all, I'm going to keep this cute and sweet too. Um, <clears throat> But, you know, the holidays are coming up. You know, hopefully y'all got some Black Friday deals. Uh, because it's gift gifting season. Um, and so that's been really top of mind. Just, you know, as like Tristan's dad's always like, what you want Tristan to get you this year? And I'm always like, do I got a cat? always my next question <laughs> um you know because if I do then I get you know look, look for a little variety um but I enjoy giving gifts um and I usually try to give probably a mix of thoughtful slash practical gifts that somebody's requested or I've noticed that they need it uh just to show that I'm paying attention what kind of gifts do y'all like to give get thoughtful gifts too I like to I like for them to be kind of like specialized mm-hmm. or individualized to the person yeah so I like them sometimes like depending on the person like funny ones like things that I think the person movie. would like laugh at <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no I like I like to give um, yeah, special gifts how about you Ty? Yeah, I agree. I think it's, yeah, I agree. I think it depends on the person, but um, I like to think like, okay, what does this person need? What have I heard him say? Talk, what have we talked about a lot? Or what is something that really like piques your interest that I've heard him talk about? So I try to be thoughtful in that type of way, and make sure I let the person know that I'm that I listen to what they're saying mm-hmm. and I know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought. As I was thinking about just giving it into a few different uh, people this year, is considering the love languages. And so we talk about love languages a lot and don't know if you all have considered gifting through love languages too. And so taking into consideration what that person's love language is and giving them a gift uh, either for their birthday or for holidays uh, that correlates with that. So I'm going to give y'all a few examples just to spark some ideas so y'all can get y'all gifting underway. Uh, But for example, quality time. You might want to book a getaway or book, um, like now they got those get, are they called getaway houses? I feel like that doesn't sound the same coming out of my mouth, but I'm sure that's what uh, but those those cabins out in the woods, booking a weekend um, so that you all can have some quiet uh, time together and leave your phones or put your phones away 
um, that that might be a gift that someone who really enjoys quality time uh, might appreciate. Or someone who likes physical touch. Maybe you either take them to get a massage or you set up a, a personalized massage at their house and you do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> what'd you say? Yes. I just said, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> I heard you talking. But yes, um, that that could be um, that that could be a gift that that person might enjoy, or uh, something that you all can do together uh, that requires you to touch or use your hand. So, for example, I know a lot of people have seen ghosts. Maybe not everyone, but if you're into like artsy things, maybe you take a clay class together and like a couple's clay class. Uh, Because that allows you to just touch in a different way and have more intimate space with one another. Uh, Or if your person is really into words of affirmation, maybe you write them letters for different times that they might need them. Like when they're sad or when, uh, when they need to feel motivated or when they need to feel loved. And you just write them different notes for them to open throughout the year that are related around that. Um, let's see, acts of service. You know, that's a hard one for me because that's not really my language. It's not my language. But there's a few different ways you could do that. Either you can offer to do stuff around the house, little extras. I've heard people that do like voucher books of, you know, I'll wash the dishes tonight. I'll cook. You know, I'll do the laundry. Um, or you can get them a subscription for someone else to come clean their home for a period of time to take the lift off of them. Um, you could also uh, create like a care basket that's kind of related around different types of acts of service that they might appreciate. And so, and then last but not least, if you have someone who receiving gifts is their thing, you definitely want to get an intentional gift that they enjoy uh, since that is really something that they're into. Or you can gift them a gift that keeps on giving. Uh, so if they're a person who goes to Starbucks all the time, maybe you get them a Starbucks gift card for the next three months. And so it's enough on there for them to have a few months of, of coffee or whatever treats that they like. Uh, or if they usually go to lunch or a, at, a, at their favorite place, like just something that they can keep using um, that they would appreciate. So just thought I would share some of those ideas if you're a person who's like I have no clue what to get this person uh that the five love languages can help you uh in knowing easily what they might appreciate and help you think outside of the box uh, about how you can be more intentional about your gifts these holidays oh I love that acts of service is my uh, most recently top love language which makes sense because you know mom life yeah. so yes yes do things around my I'm house. like you like come do the things yeah come do <laughs> well, cool. That's thanks Aisha enjoy your gift giving right on right on time well I'm ready to shimmy on down I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to be me for the next two weeks. Yeah, help us be the best mm. us we can be. Okay, well, I feel like my my, my statement's a little heavy, just a little bit, but we're gonna get we're gonna That's push right. it right 
through. <laughs> um, so I want to talk about anticipatory grief. Um, so this is something that like I so I've I know what grief is, but I had not heard of the term anticipatory grief until I start working inpatient at the hospital, working with the patients. And so it's just something that I, I've kind of thought about. And it's like, you know, when you when you hear anticipatory grief, you might often hear it related to people who, you know, are diagnosed with some type of terminal illness. But really, the it doesn't have to just be someone who has some type of illness because you can grieve, um, you know, or you can feel a loss. You can feel a loss regardless if it's somebody who, you know, is dying. You can feel the loss of like, you know, a relationship or the loss of like what you, you thought was going to ha- happen or the loss of like a job. So um, it just really, it, it really stuck out to me because it's like, okay, you know, I feel like a lot of the experiences I've experienced in life, it was like a feeling that I felt. Like, for example, when it comes to relationships and whether I thought that it was like, oh, uh, anxiety or just being sad, I never really coined it as like, I'm experiencing anticipatory grief of the loss of this situation with somebody or, you know, the loss of what I thought could be um, in the situation. Um, so what, well, first of all, have you all heard of anticipatory grief before? I hadn't heard of anticipatory grief, but I have heard of just grieving relationships and situations in the way that you're, that you're talking about. Like, I know for sure that's how I process getting a divorce, like having a divorce and going through like the different, um, emotions Mm -hmm. that come with that and that experience as grieving. Yeah. Well, and anticipatory grief would be like, and I don't know if this is like what you're referring to with what you experienced, but it's like before the situation were to happen. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah. after the situation happened, you grieved it was. But it's like the anticipatory is like, you know, you're grieving the loss of a future, whether it's like somebody dying, but the loss of a death or a future death or the loss of something happening in the future. So it's like you're going through these feelings and emotions and sadness before it happens. And then once it happens and you go through another That's phase of actually grieving what it was. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Teaching me something today, Jenny. <laughs> so with knowing like what that is, and I, I don't know if you could say that it's the same, like the example that you gave with like your divorce, but can you all think about a time where you were experiencing anticipatory grief over a situation or whatever it was? Uh, I would definitely count that as the example. I would even say... Um, with having trust in like there is a a bond that you have when you're pregnant and I think that I did have like a little bout of sadness of having it come into a close um and knowing that we were going to be in a different space with one another and that that was going to be like the start of me not no longer just being me then it's me being a mom um and so I me being a mom and me um just of what that life looked like prior to him coming 
um, and having sex, you know, some different feelings around that. Mm-hmm. Because I think I don't really think that I had anticipatory grief around Saya's dad's initial absence because I think in the back of my mind I always thought that he would come around like once I had her. And so I didn't mm-hmm. grieve that prior to it happening because I just assumed that it would turn around. Mm-hmm. Now, when it didn't happen, I think I grieved, you know, that part. But um, mm-hmm. I think prior to it, I don't think that, you know, thought had came to my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I mean, I feel like when I, when I, once I learned like the meaning or even the idea of anticipatory grief, like I started to think back to different situations in my life and I'm like, oh, that was that, that was that, that was that. But one that I, one thing that I think about, um, clearly is like when I left my old job. Um, there were a lot of emotions that I was feeling around that and just thinking like, well, you know, I built these relationships with people, these people at work, you know, what is that going to look like when I leave? Or even just like, um, you know, I feel like my, who I was in like my story, I feel like was so tied to like the work that I was doing and just thinking about like, well, once I leave, you know, what, I mean, I guess essentially, like, who am I going to be or how do I want to show up in the world? So I definitely feel like that was something that was very prominent for me around that time. But I think also with anticipatory grief, I think one reason why I also wanted to bring it up is I feel like around this time of the year, um, you know, people start to think about the year and they think about all the things, maybe the goals that they has, uh, had created at the beginning of the year. And they think about, well, where they're, where they're at now and if, if they felt like they didn't accomplish them. But just thinking about like, oh, well, you know, what am I going to do for 2024? You know, am I going to be able to continue these goals or like, um, not necessarily continue them, but am I actually going to be able to accomplish them since I didn't do it this year? So I feel like a lot of people kind of deal with that going into the new year and then just thinking about, you know, whether it was like, you know, relationships or I don't know, for example, let's just say if somebody was in a relationship and they thought maybe, you know, I should have been married by now or engaged and so you know like experiencing that anticipatory grief around certain things that maybe didn't happen for Mm -hmm. them and now Mm -hmm. it's the end of the year that was just something that um I thought was um kind of aligned with what's happening or where we're at in the year so just some ways that you can kind of cope with anticipatory grief is um you know just remembering that the goal isn't to ever just stop feeling sad about the situation but just to be able to learn how to carry the anticipatory grief and to be able to continue to move forward um despite how you're feeling um and then also just acceptance um you know, when it comes to anticipatory grief, it can kind of be, or it can be stemmed from like wishing that things could be different. Um, and, you know, you're actually facing the fact that they, that they aren't right now. And so really just, you know, working to accept where you're at in the situation um, and figure out how, how you can create meaning in the midst of what you're experiencing. Thank you. I always forgot to snap after your segments. They just... 
She be social working us. They be rich. Yeah, she do be social work. And I love that. That's why we really connect with Jenny. I get that all the Absolutely. time. Absolutely. People be like, Jenny did it again. Jenny, Jenny did it again. <laughs> For real. The people, the Jenny tribe. The Jenny tribe be strong. Tribe. We just be here. It does. We're apparently chopped liver. Basically. I love y'all. They're like, yep. Uh, so, but she's inspiration that I will leave you all with. Um, which I don't know if I sent the video to y'all earlier about this, but maybe it was a different one. But anyways, just remember that you create the rules of your life. And so when something isn't going how you want, I'm sorry, if something isn't going how you want, remember at any point you can change the rules until the until you feel like things are working in your favor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me that. I do that. Okay. <laughs> Because you basically told me to live in the land of the Lulu. No, I'm <laughs> no. same season. That's what's yeah, on my ears. Exactly, I mean, look, that's it. It's, it's your, you're your the main character, so whatever it takes. Oh, okay, main character. And it's the Lulu season, so let me get in line. Listen, because reality ain't ain't working for me. Ooh, ooh. I need something else. Ooh, ooh. Reality. They yeah. say it's the most yeah. wonderful yeah. time of the year. It's magical season. Let me make the magic happen. That's why I'm putting two trees up. Something got to give this year. <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> well, I know this episode was a little lengthy, but you know, we just like talking to y'all. If you are still listening at the end of this podcast, I want you to do us a favor. And the first thing I want you to do is go to our website um, and make sure that you register for our last Wind Down Wednesday of the year. The date will be on there. I believe it's December 13th. We're going to be talking about mm-hmm. uh, just wrapping up the end of the year, what the year looks like for us, what we're hoping for in 2024. So go to the strengthofsheet.com backslash events to register and get that link. It's a virtual event. It's free. Come bring your wine. If you got your kids around, it's okay. Mine always pops up. If you got your dog, your family members, just bring your wine and bring yourself. And we would love to have y'all. And also make sure you connect with us on our socials at shenanigans underscore pie on Instagram and Twitter. Let us know what songs y'all had as ringtones in the early 2000s. Let us know. If y'all remember. If you remember. It's okay. Go on the archives. Okay, like <laughs> Let us know if you had tweet as your ringtone. Because <laughs> Jenny did <baby. laughs> Um, Also, let us know about your best friendships and engage with our segments. Do you self-care or are you more of a self-pamperer? What is a way that somebody can give you a gift based on your love language? And have you experienced anticipatory grief? Let us know. We would love to know your comments and your thoughts. And we will catch y'all back, Lord willing, in two weeks. Bye. Bye.